everybody. Welcome to Mortar Room Podcast again. My name is Carlos Robles. I'm owner and uh, part-time shenanigan holder here at Mortals, Inc. <laughs> I lost what I wanted to say. And uh, we're going to bring you another uh, video audio podcast. And uh, with me again, I have Nate Elwood. How you doing? And uh, he's going to be talking about, or we're going to be talking about Shadowrun today? Shadowrun, yes. All right, yeah. I think we talked about it before, but uh, we're going to get your take on it. And we're going to give uh, some good stuff, hopefully. Uh, it's always good stuff. Yeah. Well, like always, we're going to go over whatever we got new in the store that I have to sell. Or else my wife gets very, very mad because, you know, God forbid you get some stuff. The most exciting thing so far, since this is one day before Halloween. Yes. The new Vampire, the uh, Masquerade 5th edition. Is it 5th edition? 5th edition. 5th yeah. edition came out. It's a beautiful hardcore book. Um, it's everything you needed to play. We're going to do this probably our next podcast, video cast, is going to be about this. Uh, Nate's going to digest it. And tell us all about it. Yeah. Actually, I bought a copy, too. Looking I forward to it. I couldn't help myself. Uh, it's, we have uh, several copies in stock. It's $55 uh, out the door, and you're good to go. Yeah. For full game system, it's worth it. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not. And then you get the PDF with it, too. So, right. Did you try that yet? Uh, not yet, no. Nah. It's no fun. <laughs> also, we got in a huge amount of Sentinels of the Universe Multiverse. Uh, this is a uh, superhero card game. Have you ever played this? I've it's, never I played think it's it. a deck-building game. Yeah. But it's a superhero. It's one of those like off-market or off-brand ones, but it's really popular. I saw a lot of it. We got the new Oblivion here, and uh, there's some other supplements, and then a the huge carrying case. This thing's like a suitcase. Oh, yeah? And I came in. I'm like, why, why is it? Why do we have this? And then somebody uh, immediately notified it that, or noticed it and said, oh, yeah, yeah, my buddy's got that already. So, he's, so I guess it's something popular. In time for Halloween again, Axis Allies and Zombies. I guess it's access and allies, and you just add some zombie problems with it, That's and you it. go from there. It's an interesting know. concept. <laughs> access and allies is probably one of the, the most complicated board games you'll ever. Pick I know up. it's, but if you throw maybe maybe they made it more whimsical. I don't know. I, to deal with zombies, um, I think the zombies are. Uh, I think that's like a. Like an extra problem on top of the battles, so we'll see how that goes. It's forty bucks. That's actually not bad for a board game. For like a full board game, especially yeah. one. Whoops! Like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm piling up too much here. And from jo- uh, Games Workshop, oh, this box is actually kind of heavy. Speed Freaks. A lot of people are looking forward to this. This is the Mad Max version of Orcs. Uh, it's got the battle wagons. What's it come with? Like two, two cars and two motorcycles. That's yeah, what it looks like. Yeah, it comes with a, a few miniatures. A whole gaming system itself and the miniatures can actually be used in 40k yeah because they just so they're, they're up to scale so it's not re- like a separate thing yeah they're releasing orcs this week so yeah I know a lot of these are part crazy. of it. All, actually all you get looks like you crazy. get two cars and six bikes they're, they're cool miniatures i'll give them yeah, that yeah, they're yeah. really cool if, if it was a faction that i was into i'd I'd definitely pick it up so. this box is really heavy so i don't there's a lot of stuff in here but this retails at 150 these we also have in stock so that's all i'm gonna go on about for new product i got some other stuff too but oh miniatures dnd yeah. miniatures since it's before wednesday we got all the unpainted the uh grade primed ones uh there's a t-rex in there there's a razamor or remor the giant bug thing dragon and any parents out there if, if your kids like miniatures these things are awesome yeah they're Pick only... them up that they, they won't bust your budget and your kids can paint them with regular acrylic paint and it gets them into two things at once. It's nice. Yeah, you get two minute, two pre-painted miniatures for four ninety nine. Is usually yeah. what's for, and the bigger ones are fourteen ninety nine. Yeah, so right. it's not too bad, but they're a big chunk of miniature, yeah, so it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. 
Anything else you saw out there today? Uh, there's tons of stuff out there. Josh, anything? You still got Torg on the shelf. Why don't you surprise <laughs> that? Torg. Yeah, you got to get Torg. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Torg will, Torg will be Torg. Yeah. I think it's still a good game. Yes, it is. It is. Uh, and, um, man, I can't think of anything else. I got a lot of stuff yesterday. And well, That was all D&D stuff that you were bringing in yesterday. Yeah, that, that was. That was a lot of D&D stuff. And uh, Vanguard. So a lot of Vanguard. Oh, the new Vanguard. Yeah, I got to restock on the new Vanguard. It's Strong 1 or A1, A4 Strong or some weird title. I, those guys scare me. But they buy it and they play it. So if you're looking for Vanguard, we got it. Uh, if they didn't know, I'll buy it out yesterday. I'm pretty sure they didn't, though. And uh, that's about it. So, Nate, give us a uh, rundown on Shadowrun. This has been around for a while. I know the... That's one of one of these old games like with Torg and D and D and Call of Cthulhu. This is another one that's been around forever, back and forth. So why don't you give us your take on it or your spiel, as I say? Well, Shadowrun is, holds a little bit of special place for me because uh, it was the first non Dungeons and Dragons game that I played. Like uh, it originally came out in 1989, uh, the first edition of it. I had no idea about it at that time. It was AD and D second edition. That's all me and my friends played. In 1992, um, they came out with a Sega Genesis game called Shadowrun. It was based off of the setting, and uh, I think I was 12 at the time. Me and my friends, we went to Blockbuster. This is dating us right here. I went to Blockbuster Video and rented a game, and it was the Shadowrun game. You're so cool. And, and we sat there. We, <laughs> me and my friends. Me and my friends. Even though it was a one-player game, me and my friends sat there and played that for probably 16 hours straight, just playing this game. And it, that led us to actually buying the book and playing the role-playing game aspect of it, and we were hooked. We were hooked. It was, it's one of those things where um, the old-timers will know all about it, and this was my original one from 1993. This was, I think it's so beat up now, but it's got a lot of use, and that, that's because I played that thing constantly. It was just a, it's an interesting idea, concept, setting-wise. It's a, like a dystopian fantasy cyberpunk takes a lot of different genres, throws them all together, and it you think it would just come out as tan or just, you know, throw all the colors together, everything turns black. This comes out like a rainbow. It's interesting. You know, it's a funny thing I was going to say that I was looking at it. You can tell this was made when at a different time of print, when mm. print was the only way to read things, because look how beat up this book is, and it's still solid. Yes. Like, it's not all loose or goosey or anything like that, not like the... You couldn't go on the internet and say, let me go just get my PDF copy. You, you know, yes. these had to last or else you wouldn't buy it. So that's funny. All right, go ahead. But uh, and a soft cover, too, which is Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, it's probably, it'll probably last longer than this one, which is sad. But Yes. Yeah, what are you going to do? But it's been through now. It's, it's on the fifth edition now. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's been through a lot. I played up until, oh, geez, right before fourth edition, the end of third edition, up until... The Year of the Comet. People who play Shadowrun will know what that is, but basically, with any role-playing game, they go through different phases. You hit a plateau, you got to think of something different. Yeah. You change the world, change the setting, or change mechanics, and then you launch again. And uh, once I got the fourth edition, my buddies and I, we tried to get back into it. We just the system was a little goofy, and uh, just couldn't get back into it. It was just it, they made it more complicated than it needed to be, and I think I lost a lot of people. But Catalyst Games picked it up and they made the fifth edition and the people who worked on this love this game you can always tell when somebody who knows what they're doing and has an appreciation for it work on it 
if you actually go to conventions with Catalyst Game, a lot of times a guy that's an older older guy, I can't think of his name, but uh, the the one writer or the owner, mm-hmm. he's been involved for the whole time. I think they brought him back in, or he's in and out, and I think he's yeah. They the guys who do this care about it. Right. I, I think somebody tried to pick it up and run with it and put their own stamp on it, like you said, and it didn't turn out as well. Well, it, they updated. I mean, the original one was published in 1989. So technology in 1989. No, you still had what Apple. A computer was about the only computer you can, and those things were gigantic, you know, and green screen and everything. So, mm-hmm. what they saw the future as was very different than obviously what it turned into. And as the years went on, they, you know, it starts off. I think second edition started in 2053, and then it went to 63, 73. It's like the starting date for it. Yeah. Um, now, like they brought in what it's like to have a wireless, like matrix, and and all the other cool aspects that really got updated for what I would consider like more modern times. And but they still kept the flavor of the game, and that's really important. And they kept the uh, all the magic, all the cool stuff of the game. Yo, why don't you give us what the genre is on this? It's hard to pin can... down. I mean, you have you literally have a world. It's Earth. It's it's an alternate Earth. It's a dystopian future. Corporations run everything. They even have their own private armies. And the basis of the game is everybody's kind of filtered into this rigid society. You have the corporations that run everything, and you're either you work for the corporation or you work for um, a government or you are bottom feeder, pretty much just scraping by to earn a living poverty. You have the super wealthy and the, those who don't. And no, filling, no the gaps, yeah. filling the gaps are the player characters. They do the work that's – they're called shadow runners for that reason. They, they run the shadows. They, they do the work that other companies don't want to get their hands directly dirty with. Sometimes uh, it could be something for just a guy around the corner who just wants some wet work done or whatever it may be, but they are the necessary criminal element that keeps the gears working. Hmm. And well, they have the different races too. Yes, it's like was, I always thought of it as if fantasy evolved. Yes, like you know how the D and D world it's always stuck in the Middle Ages, mm-hmm. and it's it could be thousands of years in the Middle Ages, which kind of doesn't make sense but i think you know magic just nukes itself at one point and just go back but imagine that magic didn't or the medieval times didn't uh the fantasy settings evolve naturally and the technology evolved with magic and well, that's what you got here i think well with the with shadowrun like the way that their background sets it up is up until 1999 in this in this world everything was just like you knew it except one day um yeah, corporations, you know, obviously come to power and elites take over and everything. But one day, magic returns back to the world. And mm-hmm. then people, uh, they called it goblinization, where hum- normal humans all of a sudden just started turning into dwarves and elves and orcs and trolls and all of these other things. And uh, it, you know, takes the world through more and more turmoil. Dragons appear and, and all these other myriad of creatures that are, uh, fan- you know, fantastical. And it's... It's unique. It's it's. I remember the first time I I heard about what it was about. I'm like, that sounds stupid. Like that can't be because at that time my thinking was, you know, if you're going to have a wizard, that's you know, he's got the cape and the and you know, he's got to do with a sword next to him. Like that to me was magic. Like you didn't have or you had extreme cyberpunk where the magic was just really high technology. This really blended it really really well and, um, it's lasted. People love Shadowrun for that reason. It's a very unique setting. It's and, a mixture of. 
technology and magic, yeah. and, and you it's can just you could do whatever you wanted. Right, you could still you could have a gun and still, yes. you know, throw a fireball or something yeah. goofy like that. I mean, you or, you or had work with a. You have people that rip out their nervous system and replace it with wires so they can yeah, be faster. Yeah, the, I think it also appeals to that, the cyberpunks yeah. and yeah. everything like that. Um, but you go back to the adventures. Uh, that's what you are. You're the player characters. The, you're the ones running around doing all the extra work. Right. You're the you're the ones in the shadows. You're, mm. Depending on what type of characters you have and what they're good at, you, you can have these... Most shadow runs are obviously a mystery or and you tend to get screwed over one way or another, but... Um, at the end of the day, the the group itself gets a reputation, and they start getting better, more money, and yeah. the runs that they do. So the, it's kind of like a mercenary type idea to it. I hate to compare it to anything. That's <laughs> I hate to compare it to this movie because I hated this movie. But uh, Blight from Netflix, Bright, Bright? was it Bright? Bright. Yeah, Blight, Bill Smith. Better. Yeah, terrible. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it had some of the concepts in there. It, had, yeah, that was the different definitely. Races it was a definitely shadow runnish type of right. thing. But yeah, just but th- that could be a comparison to it. Uh, any movies you can think of? I'm just trying to. Blade Runner would be oh, up there. Yeah, Blade Runner. Um, I mean, just if you, if you think cyberpunk, it, it can fit in there. It really can. But Johnny Mnemonic. Jo- oh yeah, Johnny Mnemonic. Johnny for sure. Mnemonic for sure. Terrible movie. That was terrible. It's, it's sad that these movies are just so bad. But I mean, the, the, so at the, the time, genre is yeah, good. Yeah, at the time. Yeah, at the time it was good. Oh, the Matrix. That would. Yeah, probably, the Matrix would be in there too. Yeah, that would be in there. Uh, although it's it's a different concept, but yeah, it'd be, it'd be up there too. Okay, so if the world that the Matrix was in was real, then that would be Shadowrun almost. Mm. Kind of, maybe, possibly. Kind of. I. You know. Yeah, there's werewolves. Yeah, in there. there is. I guess. I mean, it. it's hard for me to, like, uh, say yes or no to that simply because you can interpret it so many different ways. And, uh... <laughs> Sorry, I needed a drink. Like, like, with the Matrix, like, everything was just a computer program. This is, like, reality, but there is a Matrix in it. So think of, like, the World Wide Web except on steroids where people yeah, literally was... take their brains and put it into the computer system. Yeah, that's that's a pretty normal concept now, but I know when it came out, there was like a there was a far fetched concept. Yeah, of, it, was, it was no way because there's a book. Uh, you ever read the book Hyperion? Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's a sci fi. That's another one that like that. I, if anybody's ever read Hyperion, that's kind of what Shadowrun is too. So it's it has a lot to do with crazy sci fi fantasy on top of it. What about the system? What's the uh, the gaming system? Uh, it's unique to Shadowrun. Um, it's a pretty simple system once uh it's definitely one of these types of rules that you have to go through once to to kind of like you want to play te- or not play test but go through a couple of interactions a few times just to get how the system works but it's it's all d6s and dice pools um it's complicated in the sense that you can do a lot in it but not complicated as in if you know what you wanted to do there's a rule for it if you get okay. what i'm saying like they had to. They have to encompass not only magic, but working inside of a computer world, working with people who you know move faster than grease lightning. They have to, you know, all of these things they had to put into one system, and they did it well. They they do it really well with this um, uh, character generation, especially if, if if you guys want to pick up the rule book. It is a hefty book. It's got a lot of information in here. A lot. Um, but it's a complete system. You don't really, you don't have to go out and buy five or six different books like D and D or something. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, I want to play D and D. Okay, well, we need one hundred fifty dollars. You need these three books. 
this has everything you need to, to play the game. Is there any adventures in there? Um, they give a lot of uh, springboards. Oh, here's okay. an idea. Here's an idea. Here's an idea. I and I normally never suggest uh, too many things, but pick up the player's core book too. This has so many cool ideas for player characters, different types of meta creatures. <laughs> they even have a way to create a character by going through their birth, through adolescence, and into adulthood. And it's a very unique system. It's really fun, especially for new players to, to play the game. Mm-hmm. So, like, okay, this is where you started at. Then you make a decision. Okay, this is where you were in your teenage years. And you're adding skills to a base set as you go move up in, in your life. And it's, it's very unique. It reminds me a lot of Traveler, except you won't die while you're in character creation. You die during character creation? Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, I'm trying to think what else there was in the questions. Systems, genre, the owners. Oh, <laughs> that's that's it, the Shadowrun has gone through the hands of several owners. Haven't yeah. they? Well, FASA was the original one, right? That was the original, yeah. FASA and then uh, they had it for the first third edition to the third edition. Yes. And then the fourth edition, who took it over? Uh, Wiz Kids, I believe. Fan Pro, maybe? Or Fan Pro. That yeah, was that's Fan it. Pro, yeah. And um, they're the ones who kind of they junked, junked it up a little. Yeah, I mean, they st- it started on the decline because, to be honest, at that time, like, uh, I think that was in the mid-2000s or maybe even early 2000s, but... They, you had gotten to a point where like it reached that that plateau where it's like okay we had all these great ideas now what do you do people want something new and so they did what everybody was doing at that time they introduced a bunch of zombies and they you know they they had a great idea with the uh, uh, year of the comet where Haley's comet comes around and all this weird stuff happens mm-hmm. but after that when it got to fourth edition I could see what they were trying to do to try to update it. It just didn't come off very well. Lack of support, maybe. Uh, and yeah, a right, lack of support, or, or I think a lack of of interest in it too. Because uh. the third edition, at the end of it, kind of turned a lot of people off. Where they're like, you, you took this awesome game, and then you had some crap ideas that you should have realized were crap, but you kept them anyway. And then fourth edition came out, and you're like, you changed the entire rule system. Like everything I loved about the game, you changed. Yeah, you can't. Uh... You, yeah, well, <laughs> that never D and D. I'll show you. Yeah. <laughs> Learn from them. I know that there's a lot of supplements they have for it too. I mean, there's a load of background material for Shadowrun. Oh, yeah. I think all of it is relevant. You can use pretty much all of it for source oh, yeah. material at least. There's nothing yeah. totally. It's, it's almost thirty years old now. Yeah, there's game, there so. is a huge amount. Like I got uh, for first edition books. I like collect first edition stuff and uh, all, all these old games like that. But I. I got the core book, and then I got a couple supplements that were the main ones. And then uh, I keep running into stuff, and they're like, "Hey, you want to get this?" I go, "No, no, I don't. I don't want to collect all of it because it's just too much. It's, and it's a lot. It, but there is a lot. It, it has a lot for anything, and it's pretty I mean, cool. Even the second edition, they, that was still in the days of the, the box sets. Yeah. So you had Denver. DMZ. You yeah. Remember DMZ? The yeah. Oh yeah. Military Zone or whatever. Just that was a board game. Yeah. You yeah. just run around, blow crap up everywhere, but. It's tough to give this. You know, this fun game, when you're a kid. It's tough to give this game true justice in, in just a one webisode, but um, the system Ooh. works. Webisode, I like. Oh, that. Yeah, yeah. No, I like that. You like that? Yeah. I was gonna think that. I'm gonna write that down. Webisode. But the system works well. It really does work well. I can't stress that enough. It's. I'll put it this way. It's easy enough for somebody who's never role played before to make a character. That's a great litmus test for any game that you can sit it down without you having to sit there and handhold them and pull them through. They can sit down, and look at it. And actually make a character. There's some, you know, here and there where you gotta, where the 
it's not from lack of the way they describe it. It's just lack of them maybe knowing what a role-playing game truly is or how to create a character for that. But you can sit somebody down and they can just give them this book and be like, here, you can make a character. I know that uh, there's a lot of kids that play. There's a couple groups that play it, but they're all younger kids, like high school kids. Which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny because they're all – sometimes I'll sit back here when I'm working or I'll hear listen to them play, and they're like, you know, all – down with you know whatever i want to be you know it's the same thing i did you did mm-hmm. you know at that age and and that fun i wanted to be that guy running around doing what i wanted all the time and you know before i wanted to be but, a street samurai with yeah this, you know the sword and wired reflexes and spurs and guns and yeah so yeah. you can't i mean you still can, <laughs> oh, can do it. i'll do what i want <laughs> i i like i actually like seeing that though it's it's for a little while there i think pen and paper uh, role-playing games kind of declined quite a bit because there's just so much other entertainment out there. Uh, I could get a whole uh, webisode about what I think about, like wh- why it went up and down, it just yeah. you know, just from watching it. But it was bas- the gist would be computers, yeah. everyone would play because it was easy, but yeah. then it was also very limited. As, as great as computer games are, they're very limited, and I still think that's why like 4th edition was either for D&D, was mm-hmm. either the worst, was a terrible mistake or a brilliant idea because they got all those kids that played video games into a system that they could understand is because that's what it was to me is just a paper video game and then then once they started playing they're like oh i could do a lot more than i can in like say whatever fantasy game you know skyrim or yeah yeah. whatever it is you know i can do whatever i want jump around and then it got them into that and so everybody does both and but yeah it's i I don't know still to this day but i think you're right it did decline for a while then it's coming back up because plus you get to interact with people yeah you can only sit in your you know, dark room in a basement for so long. I mean, Tell me something that. So. <laughs> They'll get out of it. They'll get out. I was, I, was, I, was, I was playing Call of Duty was it two nights ago or yesterday, and it was like 3 in the morning. I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> Sitting it's not like I don't know what I have to do here. I just go around killing people. <laughs> yeah. As fun as it is, yeah. No, I meant, what am I doing? I should no. go to bed or something. <laughs> I got something good productive to do. But, uh, no, that's pretty cool. But, uh, sorry, it's time checking there. Do, do you have any of these in stock? Yeah, I have the core. I, have, I actually have a lot of Shadowrun stuff and stuff. Come down, pick rules. it up. If you guys like, if you guys, you know what I like, they had was like a beginner box. Yeah, I can't get that anymore. Or I don't. They, well, the, the the core rule book, like I said, this is a beefy book. It's almost, I think it's almost six hundred pages. I mean, it's huge. It's I think that's huge. what's intimidating to some people. But oh, it's it's almost five hundred pages. Excuse me. Yeah. But Josh, read this by tomorrow, will you? Five hundred pages. <laughs> <laughs> can't you just plug it into your head? You're like half cyborg anyway. <laughs> so, my, like with my experience though even with the bigger games you get one friend who really likes it that's, he gets everybody else into it and then he can he can break it up and die and everybody that's, else that's what i see with these younger kids is one kid was really into it and then yeah. he brought a couple of kids in and then one of the kids that was playing with him broke off too and then he taught another you know it's like anything but it, i've noticed it was easy it's always easier when you have somebody knows what they oh, yeah. want to play the game and go and it's there. a fun game i mean yeah. you can literally i mean not every shadow run has to be twists and turns with some no, big plot. Just, I mean, I've you can run a game where get from point A to point B. And yeah, and and it survives. Here, here, here's a package. We need this to get this to whatever, <laughs> yeah, and you do that, and nobody's nobody's really trying to. It just you could Futurama up that adventure. Yes, I mean, if you wanted to, or you could just make it like what the mission was is what it, every now and again you, you just throw that in there It'll surprise the crap out of your players. Like, I know. Wow, wow, this guy wasn't lying to me. I just had to do that. Awesome. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's another good game we should try. Anything it is else? a blast. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, if, if you can get a group together that 
that really has a type personalities and and uh they'll be able to sit down and play it 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 is just a hoot just to watch other because people tend to take on the personification of their Shadowrun characters pre- pretty seriously I yeah, no, it's not like D D where it, like it's like oh it's roll dice whatever i mean people really do get into their characters with this and it's it's fun to see it's also stuff you can associate with because a lot of associate with because a lot of this you know it's computers and mm-hmm. you can associate with it better than say look like a crossbow or broadsword <laughs> or a dragon chasing you, you know, a couple guys shooting oh, you can still you. have a dragon chasing you in this style no i mean yeah you'd be right. dead pretty quick the, yeah yeah <laughs> it went start at level one <laughs> all right then so, anything else you can think of off topic, off of Shadowrun? Off the sh- off of, off of Shadowrun in general, um, I know that they have a couple of video games that were on the, uh, I think on the iPad or on Steam. 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 Yeah. Um, if if you're more into video games, check those out. And and if you like the system, by all means, pick up the rule book and just see what the other side of that coin is. Yeah. Xbox One supposed to, yeah I did read that I guess there is an Xbox One for this coming out too Shadow oh really that's yeah, awesome so I did I did read that somewhere in my I mean, travels a, a video game got me into it I mean, that that's like just playing that game seeing the settings seeing how it worked like that got me into playing this game and I've been hooked since ninety three so that's been a while been a yeah while. that's pretty good well, I always keep it in stock it's a staple for here at the stop so if you want to stop in and get it. Come on in. Yes, and support your local gaming store. That's another thing I got to stress. Yeah. And uh, honestly, I just, you know, <laughs> no, I know fine. people can order stuff online, but yeah, come to a gaming store. Talk I, I, to people. Yeah, we do appreciate any business you give us. Yeah. And uh, we do get a lot of people that come and say, I'd rather get from you than online because it's fun. Then you can come and talk to us. Start you can watch, group. You know, watch me lose my mind yelling at people, and it's fun that way. Uh, off topic of Shadowrun, I just want to talk about how you ruined my D&D game now. Nate. Oh. <laughs> I didn't mean to. No. Nate ran a game for us. Uh, actually, I run my group through D&D, and I needed a break. So Nate came in and did a one-shot, and that's all I hear about. Well, Nate had handouts, and look at this, and Nate did this, and Nate had this, and we were doing this, and oh, my God, aren't you going to have that? I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm not as good as Nate. <laughs> few are. They're like, few are. And, then, and immediately, yeah, and then immediately was like, well, Hey, Carlos, if you can't run a game one week, we just have Nate step in. I'm like, oh, already. I see myself getting phased out of this. <laughs> no, they really appreciate it. You did, you did run a good game of that uh, All Flesh Must Be Eaten. That's a, that's a Too bad. Yeah, we ran out of time, but it was pretty good. And it was very well done. And it had us guessing, and it was it was good for a mystery. Josh liked it, right? Yeah, it was creepy. It was, it was creepy. very creepy. Yeah. You did it very good because it's people kept coming back. We had one player who's very impatient. I'm going to the lake, and I'm shooting somebody. <laughs> All right, well, I don't think we can do that, but okay. There might be repercussions in yeah. this world. Yeah. Well, it, it, just like anything, you know, you try to play it to a little bit of reality. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's you know, what, you just because you have a badge and a gun doesn't mean you can yeah, kill people. Yeah, that's, that's what made it more fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that's like two hours away. Yeah, two, yeah, because uh, he used real locations for a modern setting. Yeah. So it's like we could associate with what he was talking about. So it was, that was, that Makes was Makes it even good. creepier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can do that with Shadowrun, too. You know, yeah. Just part I of the actually, future. Uh, I, I think they had made a, a Cleveland in the, uh, of the Shadows back when I played it. And yeah. it was, they never published anything for it, but they always no, hinted at say, stuff. Yeah, it. they always get Chicago, Seattle. Yeah. Or, you know, well, Seattle's the big sitting, setting. 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 Imagine that. But. But. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Well, thanks for listening to us. If you want to give us a call, call us at 216-712-7169. Check us out on the web at immortalsinconline.com. From there, you can access all of our podcasts, video streams, events, 
and uh, specials and uh, leagues. You got some leagues going right now? Or? Yeah, a couple, yeah. yeah. a couple. Of them. All right. Uh, if you want to email me, it's gmail.com. On Twitter, it's immortals underscore inc. Twitch, immortals inc. YouTube, Immortals Inc. It's all pretty much Immortals Inc. It's one of the few that pops up. <laughs> it's nothing Google's else. an amazing thing, yeah, too. I so. know. <laughs> and then uh, also check out our live streams. We've got TCD live streams on Monday, Katie Paints on Thursdays, uh, Immortals Inc. Board Game Group on Sundays. Anything else? Oh, Magic on Thursdays. Uh, Katie's doing a special Halloween paint tomorrow. What time? 12.30. 12.30? What's she painting? Oh, it's special. It's a mystery. Yeah. But I'm sure it'll be scary either way. No. <laughs> she, she's a, she's talented. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I, I've checked that out a few times. Like she's, And she she talks while she does it, too. It's not just, here, watch me paint. Like, watch me this paint. Is, this is how I do it. So if you want to copy this, you can. So. I know. Yeah, she's a very good teacher. And uh, I just, she's, <laughs> I keep wanting her to finish my stuff or do stuff for us. And actually, she did a lot of our terrain. They're playing Age of Sigma right now outside of the studio. Because we're cool, we have a studio. Do you like this, Nate? It's it's cool, right? You, you can call any closet a studio with enough green paint. Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, this is actually this is great. This actually, is we great. have a full. And pretty soon, we're going to be have it so people can, if they want to come in and like rent studio space. Right. We're going to do that. You know, if you want to make your own podcast or do whatever, Put so that's up. down to put. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> let me. I got to work out the bugs and make sure everything's okay before I do that. But uh, have a cover charge. Yeah, I know. Well. Probably the hour, I figure. Right, Josh? And then you can rent Josh by the hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to go from there. But all right. Well, thanks for listening. And uh, next week we're going to be reviewing Vampire the Masquerade. Pretty cool. I might actually read some of it since I'm still on vacation. From, from what I, I've read, it's it's... I don't want to give too much. It's awesome. It's, All right, I like I'll, it. I'll I like it. Since like I'm it. I'm still on furlough for my regular job, so yeah. I'll be good. So, like all right. See you guys next week or two weeks or whenever we get back together soon. All right, bye.